Hi, my name is Teal, and I'm your host for the SweatNet Be Amazing podcast, where we share stories of amazing women who live in our communities. My hope is that you will feel encouraged and inspired after listening to each episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Be Amazing podcast. I'm your host, Teal. And today, my guest is Rebecca Shadell. So Rebecca, I'm so glad to have you on. We met through a mutual friend, Melissa, aka Pink. (laughs) And you and I already talked a little bit, and I just was really taken back with your story and wanted to jump on here and talk about it and, and share more about who you are. And so with that said, like, give us a little more insight into who you are. Who is Rebecca? Well, hi, I am Rebecca, and I'm a mom to four wonderful kiddos. Um, They all just had birthdays, so they are 10, 8, 4, (laughs) and 4 months. (laughs) I had to think about that. Um, I am a home birthing mama and a homeschooling mama. We have three pets. We have two cats and a dog. Our puppy is just um, 7 months old, and she's going to be a monster. She's a big old bull mastiff. And we live in Charlotte, North Carolina. We love the outdoors. Um, And I have a wonderful husband, Seth, who he runs a business outside of the home. And he's just our biggest cheerleader and supporter. He is so wonderful. Um, I wanted to tell you a little bit about my hobby. So of course, my hobby is bodybuilding and teaching group fitness classes. Um, I've been teaching classes like cycle and kickboxing since 2001, so a very long time. And um, I'm not really sure if I can call it a hobby anymore, but I have always loved and used to be a ballroom dancer. And so I, like, I see that again in my future. It's just not a current one right now. And then the last thing I would say is something I want to make a hobby is. skydiving. I love skydiving. And so the last time I did it was just a little over a year ago before I got pregnant with my last child. And it's not a hobby per se, but I love to do it every few years. So um, I guess that is something pretty exciting to know. Um, And then I guess last but not least, I'm just really passionate about living a healthy life, encouraging others to do the same. Um, I'm really focused on sharing that passion with other moms and especially ones that feel like they're in the trenches that they've kind of forgotten who they are. And they, you know, they've been so busy, like with toddlers or babies that they've completely forgotten that they're a person too. And so I just really, I feel like that's my ministry is helping and encouraging other moms to really remember who they are and that they're important. Yeah, there's so much here with you because, I mean, we could just go down the list, like everything from uh, the fact that bodybuilding and ballroom dancing (laughs) don't exactly like to me fit in the same box, but that doesn't mean anything. Like, that's what's so cool is like, it shows like how you, you are so much more than one side. Like there's so much more to you than just one side of a person. And sometimes I think that we lock ourselves in a box and that we're only this one thing. And I love like your hobbies, like skydiving, like those are all so unique and so different. And that's why when you and I first talked and I was like, okay, first of all, we have to talk about bodybuilding because that's a sport that has been around for a very long time. 
Um, there have been tons of other um, avenues in, or I should say divisions really in the competitive fitness world, but bodybuilding was one of the original ones. Before we start talking about that, and and I also want to talk a little bit about you being a mom as well, like four kids is a lot to juggle and the age range you have is like, I mean, that's just a lot for anybody. So the fact that you have this passion um, to encourage other moms is truly amazing. And so to me, again, this is another reason why having you on was so important because I felt like there was a lot of different things you had to share. Um, I do want to go back though, and let's talk about your fitness journey. So for you, when did fitness start? I would say that I've been kind of a fitness fanatic my whole life, trying to eat well, exercise, um, playing sports in school, like all the way back to high school. I would get up before school. I've always been an early bird, but I would get up before school and do the Billy Blanks Tybo videos in my living room. So it's been going on for a very long time. But, you know, after college is when I joined a gym for the first time. I spent a lot of time there working out. And I eventually got a job there because I just spent so much time. And that's how my career path into becoming a personal trainer and a group fitness instructor. That's where that started. But um, on a very large level, fitness has been constant in my life um, through lots of changes and growth. And it's pretty fun to kind of look back on each part, you know, high school, college, when I worked in the corporate world um, and then transitioning into like a homeschooling, you know, mom, it's really cool to see how all those things set me up well for each next stage of life. And, you know, consistency as a kid and a young adult really set me up well with good habits and healthy movements. Um, I was just, I feel like I've been on such a long path of consistency and taking care of my body, living healthy, that once I became pregnant the first time and, you know, transitioning into being a mom, it was kind of a no brainer. Like I'd already set the foundations and I feel like I'm like, I'm pretty excited about life because I know that I'm already set up for future too. Like I'm set up for getting older. I'm practicing balance and all of the things that are going to be really good for as I get older. So I just feel like it's, more than something that I've always done. It's just a huge part of who I actually am. I I relate to that so much. I was working on something today, like kind of writing out um, my whole story and mine started when I was 11. So like I'm 49 now. So I look back and I'm like, wow, you're right. The one constant I've had in my life is fitness. Like that's the one thing that's been my go-to for every aspect of my life. And it has threaded like, you can look at all the things I've done and all the things I've been part of. And like, that's the one thing that's been like this constant straight through. So I so relate to that. And I know there's a lot of other people that can relate to that as well, especially if you have a love and passion for fitness. Um, most people that do, it's been that constant. So it's such a, um, it's such an important piece. And, um, and I love how that, you know, you can talk, talk about it from the different aspects and the fact that you have children and you have four kids and yet fitness is still this constant for you. What is that like managing? So, you know, cause you said you have a, is you said four month old, is that correct? Yeah. Right. So you're four month old. So how are you fitting fitness in? Because I think that's always a big question because a lot of women, I feel like they will put everybody and everything above that and find themselves drained and tired and fatigued. And it's like, 
So with having four children, where do you fit your fitness in and what does that look like for you? So I find that I am a better mom, a better businesswoman, a better person in general. I am less likely to, you know, do anything. Um, what's the word? I'm, I'm less likely to fly off the handle <laughs> as somebody who cuts me off in traffic if I have exercised that day. So I do it first thing in the morning. I My current routine, you're going to think I'm crazy, but this is what I do because I am an early bird. I wake up at 3.50. I nurse my baby back to make sure that he's completely full and not going to wake up while I'm gone. So I nurse him for about 15 minutes to make sure he's good and done. And then I get dressed. I get to the gym by around 4.45. Um, I do my workout. I get home and then... Um, you know, the day starts basically, but I do it first thing. And I find that if I don't do it first thing, I turn in, it's not going to get done. And it really does affect how I approach each day. I love that. I think it's so important. I think routine and consistency, which you already talked about consistency at the beginning. And I think that's the thing with anything new happening is creating those consistent habits. And I know for new moms, like they're always concerned about creating those consistencies for their children, but also like, no, you need to create consistency for yourself too. like put yourself first and that'll make a huge difference in the long, the long run. Absolutely. So let's now jump just a little bit into this whole bodybuilding because you had me so intrigued when you told me bodybuilding, because there is fitness, figure, bikini, model, like we could keep going down the list um, on divisions. And yet bodybuilding is the one that you chose. Who or what inspired you is what I want to know. And then when was your first one? <laughs> People always think I'm crazy when I tell the story. But the reason I did the first one, it's kind of like why the chicken crossed the road. It's just to prove that it could be done. <laughs> Um, that is exactly why I did the first one. So my first competition was in 2017. Um, I stood on a stage with two kids sitting in the audience. Um, and there's been this constant theme in my life of doing the things just to prove that you can do hard things. And with bodybuilding, I had always heard that it was so hard, that it was a miserable experience. And that you have to be, you know, selfish and grumpy to be able to be a competitor. And I just felt like I was determined to show these women and other moms that it's not only possible, but it can be fun, that you can do it in a healthy way, and you can do it while still caring for a family. And you, it's okay to have big goals. And so that's why I did the first one. So I sat down with my coach and we had a very important conversation about the type of support that I would need at home to be able to do it. And we talked about, you know, how many weeks he thought that I would need to prep. And I didn't have much time. It was kind of a like, hey, I want to do this. And he's like, you've got 11 weeks. You know, like on the 11th week, you will be on a stage. And I said, okay. He said, so we have to do it in 10. And that first prep, I went in with just a mindset of seeing what my body is capable of and doing my very best to enjoy that whole journey. And I did, I was able to compete. I placed very well. Um, and 
in, you know, my first few shows, I feel like I'm a testament that the right mindset can get you through anything. And you can actually smile through the whole process if you really enjoy doing it and if you're doing it for the right reasons. It doesn't have to be like a nasty prep that turns you into this horrible, grouchy mom or woman. It's it can be fun, but you have to approach it and you have to want that for yourself. So I remember people would come up to me at the gym, like I would be doing my workout and they're like, aren't you starving? Aren't you tired? And I was like, no, this is wonderful. I'm doing what I came to do. And it just turned into a wonderful experience. Um, so my last show was in 2020 and, um, I literally breastfed my baby left uh, backstage between rounds. Which is so crazy to think about. Like, because bodybuilding takes a different, like each division's a little bit different or requires a little bit different. Like I did fitness, so I did routine and bikini. Um, but bodybuilding, because it's based on muscle and definition and, you know, um, the leaning out process, the fact that you found joy in the process, like, is so important because there are so many people that want to step out and do things, but maybe launch into it with this, with a more of a negative, like setting themselves up with a negative mindset, uh, you know, with the restriction. Cause we talk about my friend and I talk about this a lot about restriction and like, um, instead of looking at it as like, this is an awesome thing to see your body change and to like embrace discipline and, and not be scared of it, but like really, truly embrace discipline. Cause that's really what it is. You're, it, you're, dis, you're disciplining yourself at just a really like, uh, to me at a high level. Uh, and it takes that focus, dedication, determination, drive, like all of that. And, uh, I do think a lot of people get it kind of twisted with like, oh my gosh, like I could never do that. And it's like, no, you can, you just have to be willing to make choices that are going to that are going to stay with that goal that you've chosen. Uh, so I, I so appreciate you sharing it in that way. Cause there are a lot of people that make it hard. Like I freaking loved it. Like I loved every part of it. Like I loved every part of it. So, you know, yeah. Do you get tired? Of course you do. Well, that's with anything. doesn't matter what you pick. Like there are going to be moments you get worn out and tired and all that. But like the whole, the whole process for me was even more fun than necessarily that, you know, two minutes on stage, like stage day was great, but it was just all the work that went into it ahead of time. That was just, um, really fulfilling. Uh, you, you, you touched on one thing that I too think this is something that needs to be brought about. I love the fact that your husband supported you and that you had home support. Support is big. Support is so big in anything that you venture out to do. And if you don't have support, yes, it is that's a whole different, like, that's a whole different conversation. So how did you approach your husband when you were like, I'm going to be training for the next 10 weeks. <laughs> I'm going to have to focus on my food and my training and maintaining the house. You know, what kind of support did you get from him other than just saying, no, we've got you. <clears throat> he was so wonderful to step up and he helped me with prepping food. He didn't, one thing that I was a little fearful of it. He's a foodie. He loves food. He loves drinks. And I was afraid that I would constantly be, um, he, he would be like offering me things and he never did. 
he was so supportive that, you know, we would have a meal, I would have mine. And I, I made it very clear that, you know, I was only going to be able to eat certain things. Um, but I would have my meals with the family. And so um, he, he just didn't tempt me with things. And that was big because I feel like that happens a lot is somebody brings, you know, pizza to your house and you're like, oh, I'm going to have pizza now. And he just did it. He was very supportive in that way. Um, he also made sure that I got plenty of sleep. So he helped get kids in bed on time. And, you know, even the day of the show was very big with like planning and helping make sure kids were a certain place and that I was a certain place. Um, because there's a lot of very strange things you have to do when you like have to go in for tanning at these random times and you have to sleep on brown sheets. <laughs> he was just really wonderful during that entire process. Every little thing, when I would say it, he'd be like, okay, even, you know, even when it came down to the financial part, I had to explain to him, I was like, this is going to actually cost some money. And he was very supportive there as well. I, I really do think that's so important. I think it's key having that support and going into anything. And, you know, if you don't have that kind of support, there's other ways, like you can be part of a group or part of a team, uh, you know, having a coach, the support from a coach, uh, family and friends, you know, cause not everybody's going to understand what you're doing, but if you can find those people in your life that are just on board with you, it makes a world of difference when you go after something that you're really passionate about and that you really want to go after for yourself. Even my mom and dad were huge in it. I mean, just big cheerleaders. Um, they wanted to come to the show. They wanted to make a sign and they wanted to scream my name. Um, all of, you know, not all of my friends, but very many friends were supportive. My sisters as well. Um, it was just, to me, it's a very fulfilling experience. And because I do have that support. I love that. So now let's fast forward to kind of where you are now. So you are now, you now are truly helping others. Tell us a little bit about what that looks like and what you're doing right now. So right now I'm actually, I have an online program called The Solid Mom, and I help moms regain the bodies that they desire. I help them gain confidence and feel better in their clothes. I help them lose some weight. And really we focus on strength, but being a solid mom, um, solid is an acronym. So it stands for um, strong, organized loving, intuitive, and deserving. And so we really focus on our mindset as well as food and nutrition. So we really hit the whole body, um, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And it's just so fun <laughs> to work with moms through the years. I've worked with lots of different, different people from some who maybe had no experience with fitness or exercise or nutrition at all. And now those people are competitive bodybuilders. You know, it's so empowering. Um, on a on the biggest level, I see the most impact in helping these moms. Um, the ones who, like I said earlier, they forgot who they are. They want to feel better. They want to have more energy. Um, they want to eat well. They want to help their families do the same. And I feel like that's where I have the most impact. So 
not only do I help them cultivate, you know, a love for fitness, but they're gaining so much more. They're gaining that consistency. They're gaining that confidence. They're losing the mom guilt over actually taking care of themselves. And I get to work with them on very deep levels to help them create lifelong change. Um, like I said, it's an online program, but they get one-on-one coaching from me. They, they hear from me on a regular basis. If not daily, it's pretty much daily. <laughs> and it's just, it's even cooler to see the impact on their kids and seeing how the moms making changes really affects it. Kind of, it makes those ripples in the future generations. and. It's more than working with somebody, um, you know, it's more than helping them win a trophy or set a record or whatever they might be doing. I'm really working with them on such a personal level, helping them eat well and move well and really being an integral part of how they want to live the rest of their life. that's that's what I do. It's it's so fun and fulfilling and I I do. I believe that it is my ministry and my calling. Well, I think that, you know, the perspective you have and coming from, you know, you've been in fitness all of your life. You've obviously been a mom, you know, you've got four children. So I think that you bring something really um, you know, from both of those both of those things that require like fitness, like truly coming from fitness and understanding the human body, how it works how you move, how that feels to being a mom of four children. I just think that they, you kind of bring that same thing from being a mom and to be able to combine those two things and have this, like, you know, um, you know, who you're, you know, who your, your people are, like, you know, who you speak to and, and to have that kind of confidence in that, like, you don't waver from it just from talking to you. Like you are, you know who you are and you know what your purpose is and what you have a passion for. And that's very evident. And, uh, and I know that for a lot of moms out there, when it comes to the fitness part, that's the hardest part when it comes to um, figuring out how that fits in their life, especially if they've never, never been around it. Uh, or we're not raised around it or never experienced um, like the, you know, the joy and the good endorphins of what happens when you start to move. So I think that's amazing. It's really, it, it's so fun to see someone who doesn't have any experience and to help them build a program where they do feel those endorphins for the first time. Yes, it's so and, awesome. <laughs> and when they do something that they're not so sore that they have to take the next week off like that. You know, we start them slow and and move them into it and get them feeling that. And it's, it's really empowering for them. It changes their lives. It really does. Yeah. There's something about whether it's picking up weights or uh, going outside for a walk or run or, you know, really doing something and moving your body and, and then gradually building to where you can not only feel it, but you see it. And that's when you start to see that happen and you start to see like the confidence show up and just how empowered they become. Like it does, like it fuels you. It fuels your own fire. Absolutely. So what is out of all the, you know, cause I love that you um, talked about um, 
the Billy Blank videos, the Taibo and all of that. So like, what is your favorite workout to date right now? I love strength training. My favorite thing to do is work my legs. So anything lower body focused, some heavy squats, some super heavy deadlifts, anything like that, that makes me feel like Wonder Woman that I've actually, you know, like I can do this and this is, you know, I worked hard for this. Those are my favorite. And if you happen to throw box jumps in there as well, I love those too. <laughs> yeah, bring on the plyos all day. Yeah. Plyos, hip thrusters, like let's go. Anything, anything like that. Uh, girl after my own heart. Anything that's about legs and butt, let's roll. But I feel like most women nowadays are in that same space. Like we just freaking love that. There's like, there's like such a, uh, you get so much like, just empowerment from that, like going in and leg, you know, get on the leg press and pressing the plates, you know, like you said, squats in the gym. Like there's just something about that. It makes we you. Are, we are so strong. Mm -hmm. Like we are so strong. And when you have trained to get stronger and you see like putting heavier weights on that bar, I mean, that is something you work toward and that is a, that's something you have achieved. So I, I love that. All in, all in for all the strength. So for right now, for you, as far as inspiration or motivation, is there like a quote, a song, a book, a podcast? Like, is there something that you lean into that really helps you or helps, you know, fuel your own personal inspiration, motivation? So I, I do listen to podcasts. Obviously I listen to yours. Um, and I find a lot of inspiration and motivation from you and of course friends. And, um, I wouldn't say that there's a specific there are some quotes that get me through hard times, but truly like my, my motivation comes from a lot of my family and family history and people that are in my family who don't feel well and they have a lot of health issues. And a lot of those could have been avoided, uh, you know, some diabetes, arthritis, fibromyalgia, things like that, that could have been avoided. And I just know that we only get one body mm -hmm. and I intend to care for it. And so that is my deep down motivation is to just live a fulfilled life and to feel well, because I do believe that we were given these bodies to experience a wonderful life. And, um, you know, I, I take care of my mobility because I, I want to be able to serve my family for a long time. And at the end of the day, my motivation um, or my inspiration, I suppose, is really to take my fitness and do more for the Lord. Really. Um, at the end of the day, I want to see, I, I want to feel well so that I can do more for the Lord. I just know that there's a lot, there's a calling on my life to reach more moms. And yeah, I just believe that that is, that is my true inspiration is that every day when I get up, I'm, I do my gratitude. And I'm thankful for where I am because at one point in my life, it, I was kind of roller coaster-ish and, you know, with diet and exercise, and I didn't have a great relationship with my body. So now I can be so grateful for all the things that my body does on a daily basis. And I want to use that in a positive way to serve the Lord. Well, it's no doubt that you're already doing that already. And I think it's, 
again, it just is awesome that, you know, on the inside that that's what you feel like your passion and your purpose is, and that you, you know, continue sharing, uh, will be, I like, I'm excited to share this podcast episode. I think it'll be very encouraging to the moms that listen. And, um, you know, I love supporting other women that are doing things to help other people. Uh, I mean, that's, that's really what this podcast is about is to be a platform where women can share and your story may help somebody else or where you are right now may help somebody else. So, uh, thank you so much for, for being, you know, just being open and and sharing about your own personal journey and help you're helping others. What, is there anything left on your heart that you want to share? I would say to start. If you're listening to this and you feel that tug on your heart, just start now. There's not going to be a perfect time. And I always want people to know that Mondays aren't magic. Tuesdays aren't magic. Fridays aren't magic. Um, you know, New Year is not a magic time. It's never too late. And so if you are still, I tell my clients this, if you are still breathing air on this earth, then I promise you are not too far gone to start. And I just beg of you to take better care of yourself like right now and you have value and purpose you're worthy to have good energy and feel well and look well and experience a full life so that's that's what I would say just just start start now taking care of yourself yeah that's perfectly said and I think that's where a lot of people can get hung up uh is the starting because they want to have like well I need to have like a perfect six weeks. So I got to wait till I get there, or I need to wait till this happens or wait till my kids grow up and leave or wait for. And just like you said, there's not a perfect time. Uh, you know, it's all about taking, taking a step and, you know, finding support, like what you offer, like it's huge. So where can people find you? So where can women, where can these moms find you? I would say to make it super easy, just go to my website, the www.thesolidmom.com, and you can find a ton of free resources there, but go ahead and sign up to be on my email list, and that's the best place to hear about all the newest things that I'm learning, that I want to share, um, any wellness tips that I have, and of course, if you have any questions, you can reach me through that website as well. So I would, I would love to see you there. That's awesome. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for being on today. And I, like I said, I look forward to dropping this episode, but just really appreciate your time and really appreciate your heart. Feel the work that you are doing is so wonderful. And I appreciate you having me on here. You are just definitely an inspiration to me and so many others. So thank you. Well, it's awesome when we can all come together and be so supportive. So I love that Melissa connected us. Absolutely. I love Shout Melissa. Okay. <laughs> we love us some Melissa. Right. All right, girl. We'll talk again soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. If you like the podcast, please like and share this with other women in your life. You can find out more about SweatNet on SweatNet.com or follow them on Instagram at SweatNet and SweatNet Charlotte. You can follow me personally on Instagram at itsealsmart. Stay tuned for the next episode of the SweatNet Be Amazing podcast.